Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to Cryptids and Mystics. Yeah. Yeah. Jazz hands. You sound like that. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it was on. Fuck, what is that adult swim sketch comedy cartoon thing? Robot Chicken? Yes, Robot Chicken. Yeah. Okay. It was on Robot Chicken and it was the five stages of grief with the giraffe that falls into a uh Oh yeah. Quicksand. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember that. <laughs> and like at the end when he comes to um like acceptance or whatever, he's like, It's okay. I'm gonna go to heaven. And when I get to heaven, everyone's gonna have their own cotton candy machine. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I don't know why that got and, me every time. And then he hits the bottom. Yeah, that, so tall like, he lives. Like, Damn it. <laughs> that's right. Robot Chicken was pretty legit. Dude. I loved Robot Chicken back Robot in the day. I, was... I don't know what happened to it, but yeah. Yeah, I think it stopped. The you gummy know. bear one got me every time. <gasps> that was a good one. Um, yeah, Robot Chicken was pretty solid. Um, there's some cartoons that we had growing up, though, like during like the 90s Nick era. Mm-hmm. And, like I look back at it now, right? Like Red and Stimpy, for example. Red and Stimpy was wildly inappropriate. Very much so. And and then when I saw the later episodes that were very um perverted. Oh like yeah. sexualized, like hypersexualized, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like I don't remember that. <laughs> Did I just block it out? Like what Maybe we didn't get it. So you're just like, okay, whatever. I don't know what that is. That's fair. Like but you know when you didn't like when you were little and you didn't know um how to pronounce a word, so you just skip it. <laughs> True. And that anyway. Like, I still do that now. What are you talking about? <laughs> I used to do that with Hermione's name in Harry Potter. Oh. And like I'm a huge fan of Harry Potter, but like back then I was like, I don't know how to fucking say this. Hey, what the this fuck is this? This is a weird British thing. <laughs> Damn Brits with their weird names. I was like, I don't know her name, so I'm skipping it. <laughs> and then when the movie came out, I was like, Hermione. Yeah, I would have never thought that. Yeah, also Hermione's like Greek. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a Greek name. Oh. <laughs> I mean, sounds very British, to be fair. I guess Brits love to use that. They love that classical shit. They just like to conquer everything is really what it is. <laughs> From territory to people's names, you um, know? At that point, yeah. Anyway, how you guys doing on this beautiful Sunday morning? Sunday morning. I wonder their church. Oh. People that listen to us probably don't go to church. I'm going to tell you that right now. Maybe they do. Even people I know that listen to us that believe in God don't go to church. <laughs> See, well, hi, friends. <laughs> there you go. I'm like, well, church is wherever you want to make it, right? I guess you don't have to actually go to one. It depends um, on what you believe. If you're Catholic, you actually have to go. Awesome. If you're a, like a evangelical Christian, the house of worship doesn't matter. It's true. Do it in your toilet. Not your toilet. Hey, whatever, man. It's a Not sacred your moment. Your toilet. <laughs> um. But anyway, how you doing, Sarah? Overall. Let's get a one to ten. I'm all right. I have like my allergies are kicking. My eyes are so itchy today. I just thought that you your eyes were watery because you're so happy to see me. Is what it was. That's was very like, true. Oh, look, Sarah's <laughs> so emotional and like so into this moment that she's even shedding tears. That's how much she's into tears it. Tears are shedding. Wow. <laughs> this is this is this is true friendship here. This mm -hmm. is what the meaning of friendship is all about. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So today, um, I guess let's just take care of business first. Oh, okay. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. The end. We'll be really, really quick about our business. Yeah. Um, follow us on social medias. Mm -hmm. All of them except Facebook, clearly. Yeah. Um, it at is Cryptid Cryptid and Mystic Pod. Boom for Instagram for TikTok as well too. I mm -hmm. believe. Uh, on TikTok, uh, in our TikTok account, we also have our link tree where you can access all of 
Mm-hmm. And uh, our Instagram. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You can access all of the platforms where we're posting our stuff at. Mm-hmm. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And Patreon. And Patreon. Yeah, join our Patreon. Yeah. We have a $3 tier, which gets you in, and a $5 tier, which not only gets you in, but it gets you a free sticker mail to your house and a shout out on this very podcast. Yeah. It gets you in, in, like I keep saying. <laughs> like, in, in. Like, you're already in. Mm-hmm. Now there's another layer. What is that old joke? Like, just like PP, you're in. Ew. I've <laughs> never heard that. You've never no. heard that. It's a dad joke. It's so stupid. Wow. I think my dad himself has said that to me at least once in my life. Man, I need to step up my dad joke game because that's not. I'm not even a dad. Wow. Maybe I'm a daddy. Ooh. <laughs> hey, daddy. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, you know, sign up. Uh, You get exclusive episodes on on occasion. Here, here's what's you on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, We're releasing one soon. Ooh. Uh, it's It's a good one. It's a good one. I really enjoyed that one. That one was too. a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, you'll get you'll get exclusive episodes. Uh, these regular episodes that are sent out to the general public, you get early access to. Mm-hmm. Uh, random feed picks on occasion, depending on my mood. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think you should do it. I think you should support us. I think you should uh, pay for our habit of coffee as well too while we're at it. Mm-hmm. And to be fair too, we also do save up. We're kind of sort of financially responsible you know we're trying to save for a camera so we can do some really fun ghost hunting stuff for Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. y'all so i mean it's all going towards the show really at the end of the day uh we love doing what we do Mm -hmm. we would love to keep doing what we do and your support in those regards would really help out a lot yeah we're so grateful and thankful to everyone that's already supported us yeah you people are amazing we love you so much uh for those of you that are thinking about it come on <laughs> you know you want to we help us out we won't tell anyone promise we'll keep it our secret you know and for those of you that like to skip over all of our advertisement now's where you start <laughs> <laughs> uh come on <laughs> um but also um if you can't do that understandable you know especially with the holidays coming up and people you know christmas make you broke and shit True um leave us leave us a review or a rating on spotify or apple Podcasts and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that information really does help out that overall five stars please i'm begging sarah's saying it i'm begging sarah's saying it you better do it at this point (laughs) if you don't do it then well we're just gonna cry but you know yeah that's pretty much it and do you want to be responsible for two cancers crying (laughs) because we get really emotional we will be crying uh yeah we will be an emotional wreck, <laughs> curled up in a ball in the corner of Sarah's room. That's right. Trying to trying to hold each other and <laughs> comfort each other. And find say, a corner in here. We'll, we'll we'll find one. There's a lot of stuff we'll happening in my room. We're we're that emotionally, you know, charged that we'll we'll, we'll make it work. You know, we'll find a way. We'll go outside if we need so to. So sad. Out in the yard. So we're like, oh my god, it didn't work. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, I believe I'm gonna go up first today. Okay. So I have been on a kick since I did the whole travel thing the last time. Mm-hmm, I love that. That I have to bring one more. Yeah. And this will be the last one for the year. Okay. I promise. We'll bring more next year. More travel next year. More okay. things to inspire you. But um, this was one that was inspired by a video that I sent Sarah on TikTok. Because we also, we also do that a lot to each other. We, we send, send videos. We send so many videos. So I don't even know what he is getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been quite a few. Um, but uh, this was one in particular that was talking about the spooky spirits in Disneyland. 
Oh, okay. So I want to cover all the spookies from Disneyland. Oh, I love that. I love Disneyland. So. And the and the one from California Adventure that I found too. Oh, so. there's a California Adventure. Yeah, I, I didn't didn't know that. I was really curious. I was like, well, I'm sure there's got to be something. Okay. There's something. Okay. Oh, there's something. So uh, that is what we're covering today is Spooky Woo-woo. Disney. Um, now, I'm going to start off the bat and saying that I'm not including Disney World. Disney World has its oh, own yeah. thing as well, too. Um, I've never what been I'm, there. What I'm thinking about doing for the next time that I do this again is actually covering Disney World and the other parts of the world as well, too, that have oh, like- stories as well. Tokyo Disney, mm-hmm. okay, Euro Disney, all that stuff like that. So, yeah. I think Euro Disney is just Disney Paris now. Oh right, right, right. right. Yeah, oh, man, I dated myself. When right it now. started, it was Euro Disney because yeah. it was everybody. Yeah, and I was just Disney. Uh, I heard it's boring. Is it? Yeah, I heard like there's not a lot going on there, and like some people just don't like it. I guess. Well, that's sad. I don't know. You can also, but like, fun fact, you can drink in the park there and you can smoke in the park there because everybody in France smokes. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if they have like designated areas like we do, but I know that you can smoke in the park. Well, you know, I don't really care much for the smoking part. I don't care about that too. But, but the drinking, it's cool let's that go. you can drink in the actual main yeah. park. Uh, you know, it's so weird. Now, as an adult, I like that'd be so cool if one day I could drink in Disneyland. Well, supposedly they're trying to make it happen. Really? Like it's, it's been in the works for some time, but I don't know why they're not pushing it forward. Maybe mm. they're just like afraid of legal stuff. Which I get, I get it. But then California Adventure, you can drink no problem. Yeah. You yeah. know, and there's quite a few drinking spots there. Oh, so many. I miss going. They only give you two drinks per person, but you can hit them all up. No one's stopping uh, you. <laughs> My favorite is the winery. I, I used to love, I don't know if you remember... Um, back then in California Adventure, they used to have like this like Tron theme thing in the back where mm-hmm. Monsters Inc. is at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they used to have like a DJ playing every night. Yeah. The lights, the, 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 you know, the, the lights and everything like that. Yeah, the drinks had, like, that a, had the um, like lit, lit up cubes and yes, everything. I used to collect the lit up cubes. I would get a drink every time or yeah. two and I collected those. Yeah. That was like maybe 2011, 2012. Yeah. I yeah, think. yeah. 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 And they had a band that played there. They were like a, they did all kinds of like fun pop punk covers. Oh, um, I don't remember that. Yeah, there was like a girl dressed like Alice. Oh yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah. Now. I remember so they now. did some like of their own material, but they did a lot of like poppy covers. That's so cool. That used to be a hell of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I used to love that. And I, I again, TikTok again helping me reminisce. Uh, people sharing a video of like you know like pictures of. Oh, that I have pictures up, of that, yeah. Like, that. like, I'm like, oh my god, I remember. Yeah. They would have so a cast fun. member go around and hand out um, light up hula, hula hoops. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. Huh. Those are the days. But they do change that all the time. So that was like a year or two that it was like that. Yeah. And then and they, switched, then it they to... switched it to something else. I think it was like a Mad Hatter thing, wasn't it? Like the, like the Mad Tea Party or something? Yeah, like and they kept the band for that. Yes. But yes, then yes, yes, yes. they moved to something else and then the band's not there anymore. Yeah. I do miss Disney. I do want to go back. I just can't reasonably afford it at this moment. When's the um, last time you went? Before COVID. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's 2019 at least. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I've been three times since COVID. Because I don't have a pass again. I didn't. I never renewed my pass after COVID. But mm-hmm. yeah, I've been... I went in 2022 and then I went twice this year yeah, i was gonna say remember you're going with your cousin right yeah mm-hmm. so last year i went in november mm-hmm. this year i went in march or 
I think it was May for um, Bats Day, which is Goth Day. Oh, okay, okay. And then I went with um, Bree and Rob, and we met my friend Sandra there. Um, that was October. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, yeah. so that one was pretty recent. I was in October because we really wanted to enjoy the Halloween stuff. Mm-hmm. We didn't do Oogie Boogie this year, but we went to Oogie Boogie the year before. So in 2022, I went twice. And plus, Oogie Boogie like sold out like ultra quick too. So fast and so expensive. Like the days we could go were the more expensive days. I was of just course. like, it was over 170 something dollars. Yeah, and you only get into one park, and it's only for that night. So it's like it's not really worth it. No. Doesn't sound like, like if you it. don't go all the time, it's not worth right, it. Right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. So we just ended up paying like one thirty something to go to um, Disneyland. We didn't go to DCA, um, mm. and we got to do all the Halloween stuff, and it was really fun. Right. We did, and like, luckily, not luckily, because like I, I am disabled, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I do get a disability access pass. Yeah. And so you could do a lot more things with yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's easier to do a whole day at Disney like that. Yeah, that'd be nice to do that again. Anyway, mm-hmm. all right. So we're doing Haunted Disney. Yay, Haunted Disney. Disneyland and California Adventure. I'm ready. Got it? Good. All right. So let's get to it. Which is always interesting, right? Because you always think, you know, it's considered the happiest place on earth, right? Yeah. It has hauntings too, really? My Yeah. Even the happiest place on earth has hauntings. Man, everybody's got skeletons in their closet. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so let's let's cover the one that I found from California Adventure, which I knew absolutely nothing about. I can tell you right now, I don't know anything about it. Because I've heard a few from Disneyland, but not mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. California Adventure. So so the one that I found from uh, California Adventure, uh, some reports have that it's a, a little girl that's been spotted there. Oh. Okay. Like a child? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I hate children ghosts. Mm-hmm. And it'll make more sense as soon as I explain later what, what that's all about. So, okay. Uh, she's reported to be spotted at the lockers once you enter the park. So when you first Ooh, walk on in the on the right-hand side. side, where the bathrooms are at and everything, mm-hmm. yeah. So she's typically spotted there. She's also been uh, she's been spotted crouching down near the lockers and then disappearing all of a sudden. Oh, no. I've been to the lockers there, too. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there are other instances where security is called in spotting a little girl throughout the park once the park is closed. Oh. And she's also been spotted in security cameras too. No. Yeah. It's crazy. I want a CM to like send information to us. Like record the video camera, like send in like audio clip, whatever you can. Yeah, that'd be so cool. I want insider information. If you're a cast member, you better tell me about it. Yeah, we would like to hear that. Please and thank you. Uh my best friend Rob. Is a cast member now. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, he he is working part time there, um, wow. just for fun because he like loves Disneyland so well, much. Yeah. Um, if anyone should. So I hope he has stories for me. Maybe he can record <gasps> <laughs> and get fired. <laughs> well, I mean, keep it low key. It's fine. Okay. We'll be like a trusted source. Wink, wink. <laughs> After we just named him, <laughs> I'll bleep it out. <laughs> bleep, my friend. Bleep. <laughs> Rob, oh damn it! <laughs> I caught it wrong. Um, so the origin story is that she's a girl that was reported to have been killed in the area back in 1985. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember, well, at least from like historical archive, right, that used to actually be a parking lot for mm-hmm. Disneyland, mm-hmm. that area where California Adventure is at. So the article that I was reading actually found a news report of the incident itself. Oh, so it turns out that in, on September 15th, 1985. A seven-year-old girl was killed after getting crushed by a tour bus. Oh, my God. She got ran over. So, I guess what ended up happening was she ran, like, to the side of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
caught got caught with the back wheels and you know how the back wheels of a tour ah! bus tend to be bigger and yes. you know, like more tightly packed so she got ran over oh my god so whenever you see the little girl there that's who you're seeing yikes yeah yeah so moral of the story is uh don't fuck around in parking lots yeah um don't do that kids not worth it Ugh, awful yeah so that's who you're seeing uh i don't think they reported the name of the little girl they just said that it was a seven-year-old girl okay and it was a tour bus from santa barbara or something like that so okay yeah and so yeah so uh that's who you that's horrific for everyone involved yeah 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 can only imagine being the parents of that kid you know and like all the people in the tour bus the driver who people, obviously couldn't see her people around that maybe that witnessed it. it yeah yeah so and ugh. yeah and the like um the parking lot was not like it is now it was like big and flat so you could see it across the whole parking lot i'm sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure you can catch it like at any angle really oh gross anyway ugh. just the thought of that just yeah mm. anyway so let's get into disneyland okay because that was the only one that i found from california Adventure. i'm sure there's more possibly maybe but i didn't see any okay maybe that's for another episode we'll see but for disneyland apparently there's 10 hauntings there that ten. that are, okay, that that are sounds... typically known i've know? definitely heard some before i don't know about 10 well i'm sure you've heard of this one about walt disney himself yes i haven't heard about walt so for those of us that haven't heard about it me and Sarah already heard about it because you know <laughs> it's Disney, you know. It's believed you can catch him in what used to be his room above the fire station on Main Street. Mm-hmm. So back then, uh, after his passing, park workers would shut off the light in the room mm-hmm. uh, that Walt used to stay in. Uh, the workers would then catch it back on after they would leave mm-hmm. the room. So they're like, "What the hell's going on? What's up with that?" Right? It wasn't until. Th- they heard a voice telling them it was me oh or i'm still here i'm sorry i'm still here that they decided that you know what we're just gonna leave the light on permanently yeah they do leave it on Mm -hmm. so now if you guys go to the park the room just above the fire station you'll see a little light outside the window yeah it's on the left on main street the that that's for walt Mm -hmm. they leave it on for him Mm -hmm. um because they're also motel six too you know (laughs) they'll leave the light on for you and they do Mm-hmm. <laughs> Walt, we got you, man. Don't worry. I know you don't like the dark. It's fine. Oh, Walt. <sighs> Just go, man. It's over. <laughs> the, the, the Disney, it's not over. This the, ain't the Disney that you remember, man. Just, no, just but go. it's like way bigger than he ever could have imagined, He's all, I think. Damn, I wish I'd been alive for this part. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> so I don't know if you heard of this one, but I hadn't heard of this one about this uh about the one that's in Space Mountain that's called Mr. One Way. No, I've never heard of that one. Okay, this is a cool one, man. I mean, creepy, but also kind of cool, though. So he's supposed to be a man with red hair and a red face that will sit next to single riders of the Space Mountain. Oh, hell no. I single ride on Space Mountain all the time. So (laughs) he'll sit in the seat next to you. Ah, I don't like that. Yeah. He ends up disappearing once the ride's over, so no worries. Doesn't come along with you. Okay. Just kind of gets on the ride with you. All right. No big deal. All right. So he's nice? Yeah. He doesn't doesn't do anything. He doesn't have to be a single rider? I mean, yeah. Keeping you company. That's nice. You know? okay. okay. Thanks, thanks, sir. I mean, I don't know about the red face, though. I don't know about that. That's a little demony. That's not. Mm. So if you if you don't want the extra company, don't write solo at this point. Okay. Okay. Uh, but he's also uh, been spotted at the cast members' locker rooms around there too. So oh. he doesn't tend to just ride there. He also hangs out with the cast members because maybe you know, he's the CM. Hey. Dun dun dun. 
Mystery solved. That's it. We now know who that <laughs> person it. is. Yes. Okay, I always, I usually somehow end up going in a group of three to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. So, like, it'll be, like, me, my cousin, and her daughter, my other cousin. Or, like, me, Rob, and Bree, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I, I'm i the kind of person that's like, I don't mind riding by myself. I really don't. Mm -hmm. So, I'll, I'll usually offer. I'll be like, oh, I'll ride by myself. But now, on Space Mountain, I'm going to be like, does anyone else want to ride by themselves? But you know what, though? You <laughs> should try it, and then, like, try to pay attention to how you're feeling. No, I'm scared. <laughs> I've never seen him in the picture. He doesn't come out in the picture. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That, uh, imagine you take a picture and it just comes out one day. I can't. No, I'd be scared. So you're not going to do Now I'm going to go through all my old pictures and look and see. <gasps> <I'm saying. laughs> all right. So if Sarah finds anything, I'm sure she'll post it on social media. I will post it if I find something, but I doubt it. Look back. You never know. I just posted a photo with me with the little uh, emoji. <laughs> the little red you put, you, you, emoji. You, you Photoshop one in there. You go, there it is. There it is. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the one way. All right, Mr. One Way. All right. Uh, so this is another one that I hadn't heard of before. Let's go to the monorail mm -hmm. so we can spot the monorail runner. Okay. Oh, I'm scared. Uh, so who is this track star, you may ask? You're asking. I see you. Like, you want no, to ask I'm the question. Asking. I don't like fast goats. <laughs> Sarah's asking the question, guys. Ugh. She's asking the question. I'm asking. Um, <laughs> you so... guys asked. It's your fault. <laughs> so there's no real specific information, like, of, like, name of this person or anything like that, right? But the story goes that um, in June of 1966, a teenager tried to sneak into the park by climbing a fence and crossing the monorail tracks. Mm. They say it was for grad night. I don't okay. know if they had grad night at the time. I'm thinking they probably did. I, th I think so. Sure. But anyway, so trying to sneak in, trying to be all sneaky, sneaky, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, it didn't work because it got caught by, uh, they got spotted by security. Mm -hmm. So they started running away, right? Because you're trying okay. to get away from security. Unfortunately, the monorail is too quick mm -hmm. and ran the guy over. Oh my God. So yeah, that happened, right? So it's reported that if you ride the monorail at night, you can spot the spirit of the teen running alongside the monorail. That's terrifying. I've ridden the monorail at night, and I think it's kind of like spooky in general. It, it, I can't describe why. It's it does give a little weird vibe, yeah. yeah. So now I'm curious at night to get on the monorail and see if we can catch it. I don't know what I've ever looked out the window when I rode it at night, so I don't know. That's true because normally you're 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 if you're sitting, no you're matter like where you're sitting, inside. you're like you're facing inward, right? Yeah. So you're not really facing out the window or anything like that. Like I guess so. you could see the window in front of you if you're really looking, but I don't know. Well, now I have to look because I'm imagining if you're gonna find it, it's gonna be on the other side of the monorail, like kind of towards the entrance. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna try to pay attention, see if I can, see if I can catch it next time. I don't know. Fun fact about the monorail: it's the quickest way to get in and out of the park. It is. Yeah, because you can catch it in. Not everyone knows that you could catch it in um, downtown Disney, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the security it's not lax, but like it's faster because like no one's in line right there. Right, right. Then right. you hop on and it drops you off inside the park. Mm -hmm. So, and then if you want to get back out of the park, you can do the same thing. Which I guess makes sense, right? Because if you already have a already have your pass, I mean, it's not like you're like sneaking in, right? Yeah, like, no. it makes sense. Yeah, especially if you want to go to downtown afterward and enjoy yourself, or you're staying in the hotel, or you want to go to Trader Sam's. I mean, downtown is pretty nice. It's fun, especially with Ballast Point there now. Oh yeah, they do. Oh uh, yeah. I thought you were gonna say Salt and Straw because they have the ice cream place. <gasps> oh, that's so good too, though. <laughs> Every time that we've gone, we'll go there or we'll definitely have to get some Wetzel's pretzels. Like, oh, yeah. The Wetzel bites. Man. They're putting in a Porto soon. 
So, Are they really? Mm-hmm, where oh, the, shit. You know where the bakery was at the beginning? That's oh, the Brea Bakery. Yeah, so they got rid of that and they put Earl of Sandwich back in there. Oh. And then Earl of Sandwich is going to move and move to a different location and then they're going to put Bortles in there. I, th- I thought Earl of Sandwich was gone too. It was I gone Earl of for a while. I've never had it. Um, oh, so good. It was gone for a while because they demolished that side with the movie theater. Yeah. Because they were going to put in like more hotel, but the hotel project is taking too long. So. Are they still going to do it? Um, I think they're still in fights with Anaheim about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, next up, I knew about this one. This mm-hmm. is a cool one. Uh, let's visit Dolly's dip on the Matterhorn. I don't know that one, I think. So, in 1984, a woman by the name of Dolly Young decided that she wanted to ride the Matterhorn bobsleds. Mm-hmm. Anyone that's ridden that ride knows how fucking painful. It hurts your back ride. like a motherfucker. That shit hurts your back, hurts my legs, hurts your tailbone, crushes my nuts, like, <laughs> hurts your head. Everything. I'm like, how is this fun for anybody? It's so bad. Like, even now with all the advancements, it still yeah. hurts. Now that you sit in your own seat, back then that was when they had like the oh, like the you would stack on yeah, yeah, yeah. Stack. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I hated that. You would have to, especially if they were like, oh, you're gonna share with a stranger. I'm like, I don't want to sit between a stranger's legs. That's so Creepy. i know it's like ooh, we're grinding up i don't like it mm. i don't like it at all is that is that your matterhorn i'm feeling no thank you anyway yeah totally yeah not fun even now like i said still not fun even though you have your individual seats now mm-hmm. it still sucks right so she unfortunately got launched from the bobsled oh my god and uh she ended up dying because of it oh obviously. i think i know that i think yeah. yeah i think i heard of that one so it's reported that ever since then Cast members will hear cries of a woman while they walk the tracks at closing time. Oh, no. And so it's interesting because there's like a little dip there, mm-hmm. if you remember that. So it's actually known amongst the workers as Dolly's Dip because of that. Because they believe that's where that's the area where she ended up popping out of the bobsled and Yikes. falling to her death at that point. So that's why they call it Dolly's Dip. Oh, no, I hate that. And then the idea of like wailing and crying. and Yeah. Like, mm. You know, when I first read Dolly's Dip, I thought maybe like French onion dip or something, you know, like. <laughs> Not that kind of dip. That's tasty dip, though. No. That's good. I, if, if I recall, mm. that's the story that um, not only did a girl fly out of there, but she got run over by the incoming bobsled. Mm. Yeah, that's how she died. See, so many different fucking versions of it. Traumatizing. Yeah, no. <laughs> Imagine being one of the workers and that shit happening. Absolutely fucking not. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. So let's talk next about the crying boy. Okay. So the sound, it's already sounding terrible as it is. Yeah. (laughs) But it should be no surprise that it comes at the hot dimension. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think everyone tends to associate any ghostly activity right there with the haunted mansion. I love haunted. But this one is specifically happened, like you specifically see it exiting the haunted mansion. Okay. Okay. So um, this one is due to a mom spreading the kiddo's ashes at the mansion oh a lot of people do that i hate that shit i really do don't do that yeah like why are you doing that i guess that's their wish that's not okay though man. it's scary for everyone else involved (laughs) it's just i don't know i think it's dumb i'm sorry like you can you can be into disney that much you really can but come on dude yeah spreading someone's ashes like that like come on you know Especially in this kid, like this case, I guess a little kid. He's 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 crying. Obviously, he didn't want that. <laughs> he's so scared for the rest of his life. He's like, oh damn, it. I didn't really want this, mom. <laughs> Just excited that one time we went. It was fun, you know. Mm. So, 
But the thing is that you can they they report hearing and seeing the crying boy by the exit of a haunted mansion, but also apparently on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride too. Mm-hmm. So, which I guess kind of makes sense, right? Because if you're already there, might as well just take advantage of both rides, right? Like, yeah, why just settle for one? <laughs> you know? I I love pirates. I would haunt that whole area. Hell yeah! From haunted all the way to pirates because I love that like New Orleans style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the beignets there. I mean, oh my god, the beignets are so good. Mm, so a hot good. coffee with them. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Love that for us. So I don't know why he's crying. I'd be happy. <laughs> Maybe it's spooky to him. I know. You know, kids are scared. Poor Papa. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay, Papa. Don't worry. (laughs) So let's stick with the Haunted Mansion. But let's talk about the man with the cane. Oh, no. That That's scarier than a child. Have you you heard? uh, Right? But have you heard of this one? No. Okay. Mm -mm. Um, So this one's, I I don't know. This one I kind of have my doubts about because it's like, okay, I don't really see the connection to all of it. Okay. So, in this one, there's a report of a small plane in the 1940s that crashed in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Again, they don't give specific as to where, right? But it okay. just kind of happened. I can do more digging later, but, you know, whatever. Um, it's believed that the spirit of the pilot uh, who was flying the small plane is the entity that you see. What is he doing there? Well, <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> I, I do, too. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is why I have a hard time really connecting the dots with okay. this one. Um, was but, that like while it was Disneyland that he crashed there, or like before it was like the land was? I'm I'm assuming it's probably before because uh, Haunted Mansion didn't start construction until the early 1960s, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that whole area right there wouldn't have been occupied anyway. Okay. So okay, that's where I'm thinking the connection is probably at. I don't know. I'm still having <laughs> a hard know. time that all of a sudden this uh, this this adult this, man, <laughs> yeah. This guy with a cane, apparently, a pilot, you know, mm-hmm. like, happens to be haunting that area now. You know, it's like, okay, cool. Good for you. Mm-hmm. So, it's reported you can spot him in the docking areas where you get into your doom buggies. Mm-hmm. So, when you're getting in there, you can kind of spot him around there. Okay. With, uh, like, a, like, a silhouette of a man with a cane. So, Ooh. keep your eyes open next time you go. Okay. The Woman in White on Main Street. I'd never heard this one before. I never heard that either. But this one's actually a really nice one. So, interesting thing about it is that she's dressed in 19th century attire, though. Okay. That's kind of odd. What was on Disneyland's property before Disneyland was there? That's the thing I don't know. I mean, I know there was a lot of orange groves and stuff like that out there. So, in Anaheim, you know. What, she, like, picking oranges? I don't know. I I don't know. But, um, so, it turns out that this lady, you can catch her walking down Main Street Mm -hmm. in that attire. She's not a bad one, though. She's actually pretty nice. So what's reported is that she'll find lost kiddos and help walk them over to where the baby care center's at. Aww. So she kind of helps lead them That's to nice. somewhere safe so that way their mommies and daddies can find them. So That's wholesome. Yeah. Okay. That was a sweet one. I was like, okay. We like that one. Well, okay. I don't know about the whole attire thing. That's not really my jam, but, you know. I think a Victorian ghost is very... Um, like when I think of a ghost, I think of a Victorian ghost. Right, so. <laughs> right, right. We're just stuck there at this point. Like, great. Have you seen that when they're talking about like, oh, what's what? What are the millennial ghosts gonna look like? You know, they're gonna be wild. We're gonna be like with our nasty, gothicy looking chunky beads and, and like <laughs> skinny jeans. Yeah, doing the stanky leg. <laughs> hey. That sounds pretty accurate, actually. Mm-hmm. That's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> That's going to be us. You think that would be really spooky if someone was doing the stanky look? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, mm. If they were cranking that soldier boy. 
I think it would be scary because it's a part in that song that says you. So you. if they pointed at me and said you and you. then cranked that, I'd be like, we're not cranking that together. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. This ain't right. <laughs> then we're we, we going to Superman. Nobody. <laughs> All right. You shouldn't do that anyway. It's gross. It is really it's gross. Super weird and gross. Why would you Superman? Why is that in a song? Why would you Superman a hoe? I don't know. Bro. I it's mean, not my favorite. I mean, you know, I, I get that you're trying to brag about your pull-out method, but I mean, you know. That's, that's, that's I'm going to pass. That's a bit much. I'm going to pass. It's like when you hear shit like donkey punches. Oh my God, that's crazy. Okay, <laughs> I'm never going to understand shit like that. I'm like, why would, like that, or Dirty Sanchez? Or, I don't know. Like, why would anyone ever want, again, not king shaming here, for the record, but who I don't would, know that that's a kink. I think that's just someone, like, trying to, like, fuck with someone they're fucking. It, yeah, more like a dominant thing, right? Scarier. <laughs> That's gross. Not a fan. That's gross. So when I when I heard about the going back to the lady in white, uh, I was thinking like Yorona right off the bat. Oh okay. And I was like, when I first read that, I was like, uh, no. No. <laughs> well, looks like I ain't going back anytime she soon. She found the perfect place to find kids. <laughs> I was about to say it. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, so am I okay? You know, there's okay. a lot of water there. Yeah, I'm okay. Everyone relax. It's not her. <laughs> Good. Good. Okay. Whew. Could be. It's getting getting. Low. No, no. She because she's leading them to safety. She's not drowning them. I'm just saying. Maybe, oh, maybe maybe she just misunderstood. Maybe she's trying to save him. Orange County is a lot closer to Mexico than man. Other my, my my girl Maria is being misunderstood, bro. Mm-mm. Anyway, okay. We talked about that in the previous episodes. Go listen. Anyway, yeah. um, speaking of water, mm-hmm. Tom Sawyer's Island. Oh, I think I know about that one. So, the spirit in the river is how it's known. Okay. Okay. So, in June 1973. There were two siblings that decided that, you know what? We're going to hang out on Tom Sawyer's Island after dark. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Because, you know, we don't want to go home. Dad's probably drunk and going to beat us. <laughs> okay, I don't know about that. Too much? Yeah. Okay, sorry. For those of you that don't know, you have to take like a little, it's like a raft. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah over yeah. to the island. Yep. So you've, you're on the main side. You go to the island and then the rafts go every like 20, 15 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. And if you miss the last one, like they clear out the area. But if you hide, there are plenty of places to hide because when I was little, it was like a play area. Yeah. There was no, like no, a yeah. house and like you could hide in. And I remember going there not too long ago, uh, well, back in 2019. And it's like, there's a lot of crevices you could really hide in. Oh, yeah. Like, it's different sure. now, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so they hung out and they're like, you know what? We're done. It's time to go home. No rafts around, though. Mm-mm. So what are we going to do? We're going to swim across the rivers of America. Oh, God. Because that's what we fucking do. It's bigger than it looks. And it's like a pool. You can't get out. You're right. Yeah, there's nowhere to... Like, you if you go where the canoes are, you can probably climb up on something. Oh, yeah, because like a little slope there, huh? Yeah, but it's yeah, far. Yeah. that's far yeah. from the island. It's yeah. on the far point. So, it's, I mean, you would think it's simple enough, right? Like, like it looks can be deceiving unless you've been there long enough to really see how mm-hmm. it looks. Like, like Sarah's mentioning about that it's like a pool that you really can't get out of. These kids thought they can get out of it. Mm-mm. Alas, that's not the case. One of them, the older brother, was not able to get out and unfortunately drowned. It's so fucked up. Uh, so it's reported that the cast members can see the water ripple as if someone's sw- still swimming in the water. Ew, no, I hate that. That is creepy, dude. Mm-mm-mm. Imagine you were to see that shit. Like, you just, like, like let, let, let's say nighttime right there. Because, you, know, uh. you know, like, Haunted Mansion, all those are close by right there, right? So mm-hmm. not, not too far. They off. surround it. And you're walking 
uh, walking along the waterfront right there, and you see the water ripple like if someone's swimming on it. I would die. No. Wow. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm scared now. No, I hate it. I hate it. Okay, that or water babies. Mm, I guess that, because I hope that doesn't hurt me. What if it does? Ew. No. <laughs> Yeah, the look of disgust on your face right now is the best. You're like, like that was like stank and disgust. I and hate then, it here. <laughs> this is gross. I don't want to record no more. I'm done. Never going back to Disneyland. That's a lie. Lies. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Lies and Manelli. Lies. Hey, anyway. Uh, all right, two more. Okay, okay. In uh, 1967, there used to be a ride called the People Mover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it killed a teenager mm-hmm. during that time. So it's reported that the spirit of the teenager haunts throughout Tomorrowland, where the where the ride I guess used to be at, mm-hmm. and this uh, teenager ends up grabbing the hair of blonde-haired women. Ew! Specifically blonde-haired women. Yeah, like like it's it's known as a like the blonde-haired a uh, ghost or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's pulling on their hair. I don't like that. It's so weird. Mind your business. So side note: the People Mover ride closed in 1995. So yeah, anyone that. Remembers that? Let us know. I don't remember it at all. I don't. Is that the one that's in the air? No, that's the... Like, those, are, those are the gondolas, right? Those are the gondolas, yeah. Like yeah. I have vague memories of the people moving, but I can't remember. I can't remember I for the life seven, of me. I was seven, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I can't remember for the life of me. And I was a little bit older, so... All right, all right, last one. Okay. Last one, because I still want to enjoy going to Disneyland, so mm-hmm. we're going to leave it at this. Okay, okay. Uh, so we're going back to the Haunted Mansion, though. Okay. But we're going back specifically talking about the construction time in 1963 when it was being constructed mm-hmm. uh they were doing like a test run and they uh you know recruited some people to come in and test ride the ride mm-hmm. this one woman was so petrified i mean scary <laughs> well for us now it's not right because we've been exposed to hell hell of a lot more i right? guess but maybe at the time it was a lot more than people it was could the handle 60s, right? right yeah okay. 63 so even before the exorcism exorcism okay okay so uh she was so petrified she died of a heart attack oh my god yeah that's so drama <laughs> she has she had to have been a cancer she had to have been a cancer no she was a sagittarius because sagittarians live for the drama Oh, fair. So right now. Fair, 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 fair. We're just very emotional. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sorry. Yeah, so she, she died of a heart attack because of how scared she was. And apparently her spirit's still kind of wandering around there in the mm-hmm. haunted mansion. Mm-hmm. You know, forever trying to curse that ride because it scared her to death. Oh my God. Imagine being trapped where you got scared the most. Yeah, I know. You're yeah. constantly reliving that fear. Mm-mm. And it's believed that it delayed the construction of the haunted mansion until 1969 when they were able to pick Wow. It so it was closed for quite a bit. That'd okay. be what six years? Yeah, six years. Yeah, six years. Damn, it was closed for six years. Huh. Scariest thing that's ever happened to me in the haunted mansion is one time they packed the elevator too tight. Oh no! Yeah, if you ever, I don't know, like not, I don't know if everyone has ever done the haunted mansion, um, but if you haven't, the way it works is it looks like a house facade. You walk into like a foyer, mm-hmm. and then you walk into a giant elevator. It's shaped kind of like an octagon. It's very large. They fit a lot of people in, and then, like, a little spooky saying comes up. The room stretches, so it drops you down. So you're going to down underneath the actual mansion yeah. to go to the ride. Then the doors open, you walk down a hallway, and then you board what they call a doom buggy. So it's just like a little, it looks like a, a clam. And then that's the actual ride, and you ride it or whatever, and then you get off, and then you go out. The It's like a people mover thing, and you go out, and then you're up in the world again. Mm-hmm. So... 
to get <laughs> to which the is ride. which by the way is super fucking cool yeah it's the really optical cool. illusion behind all that i can't like, even like till this day it still trips me out it's even though really like cool. like it's been explained it's been shown like i love it man it's mm-hmm. so fucking good. Like, it's probably one of my just seen like a small no it's not small it's a pretty big house but like when you're going on the ride it's enormous yeah so because yeah. it's all underground mm-hmm. which is amazing that's genius that's genius ride making mm-hmm. so shout out to the imagineers but yep. To get there, you have to do an elevator ride. And it's like a big elevator. You don't notice it like a regular elevator. But if you're not fond of elevator rides, and I'm okay with them, but they really pack you in there. They tell you to stand um, body to body is like the phrase they use because they're trying to use spooky phrases. And they put too many fucking people in there. Mm. It started to like the thing started. It went down and it didn't finish and it got stuck. Nope. And the lights went out. Nope. And it was it's pitch black in there, as you know. There's no windows, so everybody like literally started panicking. Like people were screaming and crying, and I am a panicker, so I was like grabbing my cousin's hands and holding them. My cousin's like, "I have to take a Xanax. I have to take a Xanax right now. I'm gonna freak out." <laughs> so she popped a Xanax mm-hmm. in the dark, mm-hmm. by the way, mm-hmm. and we were all like panicking. And then like the C- there's a CM in there with you, so they have a phone. So she called the phone and like. She was like, okay, they're going to, like, bring us back up or whatever. But it took, like, 10 minutes. And, like, 10 minutes in the pitch black is terrifying. It felt like 30 minutes, an hour. Nope. They finally brought us back up, and it stops, right? And the doors don't open. Nope. Oh, my God. People were panicking. They're like, how are they going to open the door? Are they going to open the door? She's like, they're going to open the doors, but they have to, like, override something. So then finally they open the doors, and they there's a person standing in front, and they're telling us don't come out yet. I think they were afraid that it was the mechanism was gonna break and if people walked out it was gonna like chop somebody in half. <gasps> oh something. shit! But people panicked and they pushed past him and they all ran out. So we were in the back, luckily. So by the time they all got out, it kind of seemed like it should be fine, mm-hmm. like because it was way less weight on there. Mm-hmm. So we did end up getting out. Then they put us back in the same elevator, but they split our group in half. And I was like, what if we get stuck again? No. Nope. And like me being stupid because I love that ride so much, we stayed on that ride. <laughs> I love that ride, too. No, and I don't believe me. I probably would have done the same shit. I don't, you know I don't it's a long line. It's always a long line. Oh, yeah. So. I, I'm, I'm, I waited this long. Yeah. I'm, and if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. We ended up doing it, but it was, like, literally so fucking scary. Have like, you, psychological torture. Yeah. Have you Have you ever been afraid of getting back on it since, though? Oh, yeah. Every time I get on, I'm like, ooh, the elevator. It's, like, if I notice there's too many people, I will. Okay, there's too many. Yeah. Sometimes I will say, like, oh, I'm going to get out. I'll wait for the next one. So. Mm. But I haven't had to do that in a really long time. So. Okay. Okay. Oh, I don't think you ever told me that story before. It was before. so scary. It was oh. like, I want to say it was pre-pandemic. So 2019. Great. Yeah. Great. I like met my cousin. We were like so excited after work. We like got on. And I don't remember if Hannah was with us or if it was my cousin Alexis. Maybe it was both of them. Um, And we were all like. Oh, shit. Like we were just vibing like, oh, I'm so excited. And then yeah. we were like terrified, like shaking like chihuahuas. It was so scary. And like for all Fuck of us that. have anxiety. So it was like the worst imaginable people to be stuck with. Like we were freaking each other out. <laughs> it just made my it worse. was gripping me saying, I need to get my Xanax out of my bag. You're like, you're not helping. <laughs> She's like, do you want one? Do you want one? And I was like, no, I can't take it. No, I can't take it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, just, I, I talk- couldn't even breathe. I was like, I can't oh do it. God. I can't do it. It was so scary. Uh, That's the scariest. Like, that, that is, was way scarier than actually the Haunted Mansion itself. That is no joke anxiety provoking. It was so scary. Oh, my God, dude. So, if I had died at the Haunted Mansion, I'd have been you, really upset. I would be telling your story. I wouldn't be telling your story because we wouldn't even know this. Well, but maybe anyway. you would have a solo podcast and you would be telling my story. <laughs> Rest in peace to my co 
<laughs> through tears. <laughs> through tears. She she should be here to tell the story. And she haunts it to this day. <laughs> and she's still there. I come by and say hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead. I'm I can't. All, I'm all miss, you. miss you, boo. <laughs> Bring one of my beers and just start pouring it out. Oh my god. One for the, they one, can one see one you in the homie. dark. <laughs> one for my homie. Oh my god. Your I face. do love that red dove. If I I guess if I died there, I would haunt it forever because I love it. I would go dance with the ghosts. Oh my god, it'd be so cool. So that would be your ride to die in then? I mean, if I was already there. If I had to choose one, I guess, yeah. But can I leave the mansion itself and go in other places? Well, yeah, but that's going to be your primary spot, though. Yeah, that's fine. Like, the most sightings happen in that spot for you. Yeah, if I had to pick one, I would pick that one. Huh. Which one would I pick? Shit, that's a good question. I just love, like, you know when you go through the back of um, New Orleans Square and there's just all those little alleys and stuff? Mm -hmm. I fucking love that. I would hide behind corners and scare the shit out of people. I I feel like I would probably be the funny one. And I'd be at Pirates of the Caribbean with all the drunks, uh, pirates there. So, and I would be with a <laughs> bottle myself too, like drinking like that. I feel like that would probably be my spot. I would love if you like moved something that wasn't supposed to move when people were on the ride. Oh, <laughs> oh, like you know how I'm trying to think. You know, you know that spot where the 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 skulls like talking to you before you make the drop. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like once you get into that scene, like maybe some of the curtains get flung towards oh. the ride like that like oh i would God. just freak people out by doing it like that like, <laughs> i'm drunk ah. Ah. Ah, boo <laughs> i'm boo bitch not boo bitch. you're just hanging out in the blue bayou oh i'm hanging out having a little drink having a little drink a drink <laughs> you know that's how it works and then like when people go down you're like Ooh. be careful <laughs> oh, dead men tell no tales i fucking love that <laughs> Honestly, that and Haunted Mansion, those two for sure, hands down, my favorite. I do love it. I love that it's just like a 15 minute ride where you just get to sit there and vibe. That's it, man. <laughs> That's the best part. I'm all, man, I don't have to worry about scavy here. <laughs> I can enjoy it without actually getting scavy in the process. And there it is. You know, and, and STDs and all that stuff like that. Not STDs. Anyway. Have you ever seen people drink the water? Ew, no. I've seen it like on on like tiktok and youtube and stuff what the fuck? but i have definitely in person seen people touch the water and then like put it on their head and stuff that water is filthy as fuck why i don't know What's and like the... i've heard people like let their kids like pee in the water and stuff Ew. so don't fucking touch the water in any disneyland area don't what do the it fuck is wrong with people i don't know dude. i've definitely seen people touch the water and I've like seen pe- put it on them and like ugh. i've seen i've seen these ghetto ass people get off the ride like you know that part where it's the pirates fighting against the spaniards mm-hmm. getting off the ride walking in the water <gasps> to get off because the ride is stopped no and i'm like what the fuck are you doing like <laughs> what what is this that one is a really easy ride to get off and walk though like if you feel trapped, you can get like you can just step off. The boat. Right, but I mean the, you shouldn't. But you get in the fucking water. Yeah, and Lord knows whatever fucking mechanisms are underneath there, and you're gonna get mm-hmm. stuck. Yeah, there's a lot of mechanisms in there. Yeah, so. and and also the bacteria yeah. and the bacteria things. disgusting. But yeah, the people don't know that like you're, it's not just the track you're on. There's tracks that lead outside of it. That's how they get the boats off if they get stuck. So don't oh. just step anywhere in the water. <laughs> you gotta be careful. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's It'll what I'm lock saying. on your pants or something, and then you're gonna get stuck. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's insane that people do that. I'm like, it's How? insane. Nope. No, I couldn't. But anyway, yeah, haunted Disney. Haunted there Disney. There you go. You're welcome. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm telling you, just spur the moment, inspire me. Like, that's what I'm gonna write about today. I just that's love it. Disney so much, and I love that it's haunted. I know it comes full circle for us. I feel you know, best of both worlds. All right, friend, what you got? It's my turn. 
turn to... Go, go, go. I have a really good one for you. Ooh. You're all gonna right. like it. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So this one uh, keeps me up at night. Oh, no. And I've heard some rumors about it, and I want to know the truth. So I did a little research. And with the holidays coming up, I thought this would be really appropriate. Ooh. So let's talk about the bloody, brutal, dark history behind Pozole. <laughs> No. Do you know about no? The I don't want to. I kind of do. Okay. <laughs> but I don't want to talk about. Oh, it. it's real, sis, oh. and we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> I'm gonna ruin pozole for everybody. I'm gonna eat. I don't give a fuck. I mean, it's not like this now. So <laughs> why why'd you look like that though? That little side eye that you just gave. I don't know. <laughs> Who are you? What? <laughs> Why are you ruining our fun? All right. <laughs> let's ruin the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Take this motherfucker. Yeah. Because I don't eat pork. Let's ruin it for everybody. I'm just kidding. Rude. <laughs> I love pork. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. For those that don't know, mm-hmm. pozole is a soup from Mexico. It's been around since ancient times, though. And it consists of a thin broth usually made with chile, either red or green, and hominy and meat. Although, like, the version cooked without chile is called white. You can have white pozole, and you add your own chile, usually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, so usually the meat is pork, but it can also be chicken. I yeah. Do, I do yeah, chicken. Yeah, 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 yeah. And chicken is usually the green one, and then pork is usually the red one, because those pair with those meats better. That's that's fair. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. And you eat it by adding things on top, like cabbage, onion, cilantro, lime, avocado, etc. You don't have to add anything, but people do, and that makes it like super customizable, so it reaches a wider range of people because of that. Right. Yeah, more people enjoy it because you can make it however you want. Fair. Let's get into the dark side, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nahuatl people called it pozoli, and the specific type of corn they used is larger, whiter, and softer than other varieties of maize. They call this variation cacahuasintil. In English, we call it hominy. So. I love the native language. Around this. <laughs> it's, 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 I'm trying to do it justice. I did look up how to pronounce it i love it no i love it (laughs) um so it's clear like this soup is Mm pre-columbian era Mm -hmm. so we know that Mm -hmm. it's often served during celebrations like new year's day currently so we do it usually like on christmas new year's day Mm -hmm. every day pozzoli in the time of the aztecs was often served with rodent meat specifically there was a large rodent native to that area of turtle island at the time it's it's still there it's not like extinct or anything but they don't eat it now right um called tepesiquintl in english it's a lowland paca and if you wanted pozzoli you would make it with white hominy herbs and spices and that specific rodent tepesiquintl when the spanish arrived they thought eating rodents was disgusting maybe because of the plague who knows um mm-hmm. but they forbade that mm-hmm. um fun fact a tepesiquintl or lowland paca looks like a smaller capybara it's actually kind of big, though, but it is a smaller capybara. Oh, okay. Um, so it's rodent family. Right, right, right. Um, many people eat rodents all over the world. That's not unusual no. at all, especially because it's native to your area. Like, right. no shit. Yeah. Um, you work with what you got. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what they would usually eat their everyday pozole with. Hmm. The Instituto Nacional de Antropología y Historia, which is the National Institute of Anthropology and History in Mexico, is a government entity... And has shown research that some of the meat used in early pozole for celebrations slash festivals was human in yeah. origin. <laughs> and uh. the National Autonomous University of Mexico. Well, I'm... 
na naum. <laughs> it's unam, girl. <laughs> it's a public research university in Mexico. <laughs> also claims to have research showing the same. Fucking hell, dude. So, fun fact. Sipetotec, or the flayed god, is the god of war, agriculture, life, death, and rebirth. Mm-hmm. He is often depicted as red, but wears a bumpy skin over himself that is yellow and represents human skin. He wears gold earplugs and is known for flaying off his own skin to give food to humanity. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Sipetotec. you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bestie. I appreciate that. We ain't hungry no more. <laughs> In an article from JSTOR by James McDonald, Spanish observations of the festival of the flayed god were quite gruesome. Oh. Uh, cannibalism is not explicitly mentioned in this article. However, the use of human flesh is. It was documented at the time that during the festival of the god Sipetotec, Aztecs would have their enslaved or captors that were often one in warfare fight. The fights would be uneven as the captors were often given no weapons and sometimes even had limbs tied back to prevent them from fighting. Cool. If an enslaved person won, they were celebrated as brave and honored. However, this was not the type of honor you might be familiar with and probably not when you wanted it all because in the end, all of them were sacrificed. Cool. So. <laughs> Is it even worth winning at that point? Is more the question. Um, I think for them, if they believed in the same gods, like let's say they were from like a neighboring tribe that believed in the same gods, they would think, yeah, there is honor in it. Like that's fair. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. But if they didn't know anything about these people's gods, then no. Right. Fair. <laughs> fair. Like, what, the, what the fuck? No. <laughs> no. What are you gonna make? No. Yeah. No. It smells wonderful. But no. Yummy. I, I don't want to be part of that. But that wasn't the. Well, we'll get to it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so. Their hearts were offered to the sun god, Huitzilopochtli. Later in the ritual, the bodies were stripped of their flesh, and Aztecs wore their flesh as a sort of costume wrapped around themselves. <laughs> Those chosen few were called Sipeme, or the skinned ones. Okay. It was their job to ask for donations for a large feast at the end of the month that concluded the festival, and to be representative of the meaning of the festival. That meaning is not definitively known, as this was all information from Spanish conquistadors. But it is thought that the Aztecs believed that the flesh wrapped around them represented a husk and a kernel of new life underneath it. Much like maize, which was a sacred plant to the Aztecs, and it honored Sipetotec. This festival was done to signify the beginning of spring, where we leave behind the old and bear the new. So it was symbolic. Right. But also right. very physical. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I get it. During Sipeme's okay. door-to-door sales, <laughs> it was customary that other people would attack their human flesh husks in order to antagonize them. Okay. Usually this was done by pulling on the belly button of the flesh suit. Yeah, I don't know why. That's very specific detail. It was horrifying. No. Um, and then they would like play fight back and simulate war, which is an important part of like growth for Aztecs. They Got considered it. like warfare, like the growth of their culture. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Just There's... pull on that belly button. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's... It's very gruesome. Ugh. I'm so sorry. This is the story of your people. You better be listening. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> We're good. Okay. 
In an article by David Carrasco, it said that the remaining body was torn apart and certain parts were ceremonially eaten. Specifically, if one of the captors that was sacrificed had family in the city, they were given a piece of the captor's flesh to be eaten in a bowl of dried maize. <laughs> a thigh was given to the captor of the sacrifice. The right thigh was reserved for the emperor, though. Rude. I, I wonder why the right, why the right thigh. It was said that that was like the best meat. So really? That's why? Yeah, I don't know if that's true. Lord knows. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, and then a piece was sacrificed to Huitzilopochtli. The rest of the body was chopped up and served in a soup that was in a thin broth with maize and spices that was called pozoli by the Aztecs, which translates into the word foam because when cooked, the hominy looked like puffed up foam. That's fair. Yeah. Makes sense. Sound familiar? Yeah. This, this whole thing sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some accounts indicate that only people of high rank could take part in eating the actual soup, and even then, some people turned it down. So, like, they're not really that fond of cannibalism. They kind of do it, like, ceremonially. Right. There's there's more significance to it than just simply consuming. Them. Yeah. It's like a spiritual thing. It's right. not just, like, they're super excited to do no, it. No, no, no. Yeah. And, and, I mean, that's what it totally sounds like. Yeah. But also, like, eating Theo soup is wild, mama. For them to be like, oh, your, you know, uncle passed away. Here's a piece of his flesh. You get to ceremonially eat it, too. I mean, I don't really like my uncle that much. I need to. <laughs> So you just eat long pig? You're just out here eating humans? I guess. <laughs> I, I don't... Okay. I don't, I, again, I don't like my uncle that much. <laughs> doesn't mean you need to eat him. <laughs> no, don't, I'm not saying I want to. It's my boy. I don't like him that much. Like, I don't want... I can barely tolerate him, barely tolerate them alive, let alone dead. <laughs> Jesus. All right, anyway. Okay, sorry. <laughs> That's some family trauma there. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Ah, the family drama uh, rears its ugly head again. Yeah. Mm. Oh, generational shit. <laughs> anyway. All right. So this whole month long festival was filled. Month long? With... I said what I said. What <laughs> the fuck? It was filled with dancing with the skins, heads, body parts, etc. There were animal impersonations of their gods and ritual dances and performances put on. Interestingly, the captor or the sacrificed could not take part in the ceremony. Oh, sorry. The captor of the sacrificed person could not take part in the ceremonial eating of the body. So he was given that thigh to be placed on a pole in front of his home. And it's said that he could not take part because he considered the captive the same as himself, like a fellow warrior. Oh yeah. So, so some honor. There was honor in that. Yeah. Wow. So the, the thigh was meant to like be like, this is the house of the person who helped um, give to our gods basically. Oh, okay. Okay. Now that makes sense. <laughs> okay. So another fun fact the Aztecs had 18 months in their calendar year, and each one lasted 20 days. Oh. Yeah. So it was a 20-day festival, not like a 30-31 kind of situation. But either but way. But 20 days is a really long time. Anything more than a day, and we're pushing it at this point. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just me. It's just me. If we look at this through a modern lens, it's pretty horrific, right? Mm -hmm. It's gory and scary and sad, but everything the Aztecs did was symbolic. The reason they wore the skins was to represent the spoils of war and therefore growth of their culture and people. As the skins deteriorated over the 20-day period, it represented how time took from their spoils and that they would not last forever. Hmm. The gods were incorporated because the Aztec people really and truly thought they existed in the spirit world. They used visual representations of the gods to drive the point home, but they believed these gods were watching and waiting on their sacrifice. 
Without sacrifices to the gods, the Aztecs believed the gods would perish and the world would end. For example, hearts were given to Huitzilopochtli because it is believed they nourished the sun. Literally, there was that was not actually symbolic. If you believe these things to be true, you'd probably be doing it too. Right, right. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you really believed the world would end if you didn't sacrifice someone, I think you would probably do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Convince me enough and I'll do it. <laughs> Ultimately, the ritual of wearing skins and asking for donations was to represent that you needed charisma to remain alive. It was political and it was survival. Without winning in warfare, the Aztec people would not have lasted as long as they did. They would have been taken over by others. The ritual was cosmological, political, and apparently it had riz. <laughs> so you might be wondering how the hell. <laughs> I have to give a pause for Manny to know that I used the word riz. <laughs> did you enjoy that? That was wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> you feel like you're hanging out with one of your kids? Yeah. My kid. <laughs> What are you teaching me today? I'm, all, I'm teaching with the kids now. I'm, too, all about I'm too old for this shit, man. <laughs> Moving on. All right, all right. God. So you might be wondering, how the hell did we get from there to ordering pozole at your favorite local Mexican hole in the wall on Sunday mornings? Right. The shorter answer is, of course, imperialism. Well, well yeah. Um, the conquistadors brought Catholicism with them, and to assimilate the Aztecs, they took some things from their rituals and Catholic washed them. So they were like, you can have your little soup, but we'll use the closest thing to humans instead. You can have your little soup, <laughs> all right? Your little broth mm -hmm. there. Um, Human broth. So they decided to use the closest thing to humans instead. And the Aztecs were like, oh, those big rats we always use? And the Spaniards were like, no, we'll use pigs because their flesh is most like human. And although you only eat human every once in a great while, um, we're going to use human as a baseline instead of rat. <laughs> Fair. And they said, no more human sacrifice. And more importantly, no more rats. And the Aztecs were like, do we have a fucking choice? And the Franciscan monks were like, no. Shut up and eat your soup before I lend you one of my blankets. <gasps> and that, children, is how we got pozole. <laughs> uh, and the fucking blankets, too, apparently. <laughs> Spooky. Okay, my sources really quick. Go for it. Um, my sources are the Yucatan Times, uh, pbssocal.org, medium.org, or .com, sorry, Wikipedia, um, blogs.loc.gov slash maps, um, Daily J Store, and then an article called Give Me Some Skin, The Charisma of the Aztec Warrior by David Carrasco. And it's in a periodical called History of Religions, Volume 35, Number 1, Mesoamerican Religions, a special issue on the occasion of the 17th International Congress of the History of Religions of Mexico City from Boom. 1995. Boom. <sighs> I don't give a shit. I'm still eating I mean, it's not humans now. That I know of. Mm, Uncle Bob. <laughs> Not Uncle Bob. Theo Robert. <laughs> just making up a generic name at this point. <laughs> just so we don't we don't suspect anything. Theo Soup. It's so creepy. I, I, no. I don't like it. Uh, I like, wonder if those people really did eat it. I'm sure. Because you could turn it down. Yeah, but I'm sure there was some that felt that level of connection to say like, oh. Like to the know. gods. Well, because I mean, think about it. There's some people now, right, that would probably like take the ash of a family member or something and incorporate it in their food and eat it that way maybe there's definitely that lady that was on um my strange addiction mm -hmm. that was addicted to eating her husband's ashes yeah see that's weird yeah it was super weird but the way it happened was an accident so she accidentally like she would carry them around with her because she was so distraught right and then she she dropped them um and a little bit came out 
And like she didn't want to like sweep it away because she thought like I'm not gonna throw my husband in the trash. That's crazy. So she licked her finger and picked it up and ate it. And I don't know why that was her response, but after that, she was like, oh my God, I feel closer to him. So she couldn't stop herself. No. So like multiple times a day, she would like lick her finger, put it in the ashes and eat mm-hmm. some, right? Um, but then by the time she was on my strange addiction, she was like, honestly, it's getting low and I'm afraid. What am I going to do when he's gone? And I was like, oh Lord, that's fucked up. Like there was all kinds of fucked up. So help me understand this. <laughs> You're going to eat your husband's ashes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Because you want to feel that spiritual connection to the person mm-hmm. and you didn't want to throw it away in the trash because you know that he's not trash but at some point you're going to digest it and eventually shit him out i think she thinks it's just like imbued in her essence or something oh fuck off man <laughs> now you're being, I don't know what i'm not saying i'm not saying I'm not, listen right. she is in psychological turmoil i don't know what happens in her girl mind. go to therapy she definitely needs to go to therapy yeah i don't remember the conclusion of that episode either so people do participate in that i guess the other closest thing i could think to of something that we do today is some women that get pregnant save the placenta and eat it i heard of that because they think it has a lot of like nutrients it does have a lot of nutrients it's like the feeding pouch basically for your child in utero Mm -hmm. but i don't know like some people think it has spiritual significance so you're basically participating in auto cannibalism yeah not a fan no um but that would be probably the closest thing i could think of yeah, no, not a fan of either <laughs> one of those things. Especially like, oh, let me, you know, dip my finger in the ashes. Mm, mm. Well, these people were like, let me take a little piece of that arm and throw it in my throw hominy. In my soup. Good in, soup. In my soup. Good soup. Good soup. Um, <laughs> and to be fair, pozole is pretty good. Yeah. So pozole wasn't always eaten like that, just to be clear. Sometimes it was regular, but for ceremonies, it had people. I wonder if Manuela was like that too then. No, actually, Manuela has a different history. Oh. So that was, I don't remember where it started, but Manuela was like poor people's food. Yeah. So you would take all the leftover shit, like the tripes and and all the fucking insides and you would chop it up and the pata and shit. And because you didn't have like the good cuts of meat and then you would throw it all together and it was like a hodgepodge of a soup. But now because we use it for celebratory reasons, it's very expensive. Like, if you ever try to buy fucking tripe and pata. And the stomach lining. It's or... so it's it expensive. It used, used to not be that, that before. Yeah, no, It was really cheap because that was the cheap cuts of stuff that no one used. But now they know people use it for menudo during the holidays. So they jack up those motherfucking prices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fucking love menudo. I like menudo, but I don't. Like, I like the flavor of menudo, but I won't e- eat the actual meat. I'll eat the hominy. And... I can see the, 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 yeah, like use the, 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 the mental fatty block stuff. to it. It's so nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I won't eat any of that I'll shit. I'll eat the whole fucking thing. No. I like chicken pozole. I've never had it, but I remember eating pozole when I was little. Mm-hmm. And I had pork pozole. So now that I can have chicken pozole, I will have chicken pozole. That's a good one, though, too. Yeah. I like the pork one more, even though it hurts, but... <laughs> I, I don't eat pork, and I don't know that I can stomach it, because even sometimes when I eat beef, I'm like, oh, it's so heavy in my stomach. It's very rich. Yeah. It's, it, it can be very rich, for sure. I, I would say, yeah. If you're, better, if, if you're gonna eat even if you eat like a red meat too or a dark meat like that, like you want to go light yeah. overall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless it's carne asada, then yeah. Mm. <laughs> I haven't had like real carne asada yet since I've started eating meat again. That's, I think that's going to take you some time. Maybe. I never liked carne asada when I was little. I didn't like steak either. See, I don't mind. Like, let's say if, if I had to get rid of that. Okay, fine. You know? 
But then again, there's also uh, uh, chicken, yeah, short like ribs well too, and stuff like that. And so it's like, just depending on the marinade, man. The marinade is gonna make it all worthwhile. Yeah, that that's part. true. You know what I mean? Because like Ladio's over here close by, like that's a good one. A lot of people like are really fifty fifty about them. They either hate them or they love them. I love them. We used to go to Pradera before. It was alright. That one used to be okay. My parents loved it, but it's gone now. It's not there anymore? No, not the one in Covina. I don't no know if way. there's another one. It's been gone for a while. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now we just have Larios. So just that. <laughs> I mean, I've had Larios since, like, we haven't had Pradera. And, like, my I, gave, I fed it to my family. I didn't eat it. They said it was really good. Yeah, it's so, good. They have good marinade. It's like a, like a, almost like an orange yeah, marinade. I did. Like, for uh, Mother's Day, we did, uh, like, a taco bar. Ooh. And so I bought like a bunch of meat from there and my cousin cooked it. My dad cooked it. Yeah. And they all said it was really good. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Radios is good. There's this other one that um, one of our friends told us about in Baldwin Park that's really good too. What is it? Uh, I forget what it's called. But is it's just Ramona? Niche. Yeah. Yeah. I know what it's about. I'm like yeah. Ramona and Francisquito. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or just past it. Like Ramona and Baldwin, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It's really good. That one's really good too. Okay. Anyway, just recommending meat markets, y'all. Yeah, if you guys are <laughs> around the area, you know, want to go grill. <laughs> I actually do want to grill today. Um, I'm actually gonna make beer today. Oh, you are. I haven't made beer in a while. What kind of beer? Uh, we're gonna make our uh, cranberry sauce. Oh. So it's it's a it's a wheat ale, mm-hmm. and Amy makes her cranberry sauce, mm-hmm. and we infuse all that together. Wow. Yep. Yep. Wild. Oh. Okay. Her cranberry sauce is really good because she'll she'll I add. I don't cranberry sauce. So I've never had her cranberry sauce. So it, she'll add uh, obviously the cranberries, oranges, cinnamon sticks, spices like okay. as, like star anise too. I think stuff mm-hmm. like that. Cardamom probably. Uh-huh. It's really good. It's it's like okay. a, a nice combo of sweet, tart, savory like type of like mm-hmm. combination of things. So that's why we when we were gonna make a a, a festive beer. To kind of kickstart what would be, you know, Christmas and New Year and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, Amy's like, why don't we make a beer with the with cranberry sauce? I was like, that'd be pretty legit. Okay. And we figure a wheat ale would work out well because generally oranges and wheat beers kind of yeah. work well together. So, so it's going to be on the sweeter side? Uh, a little bit. A little bit on the sweet, a little bit on the tart. Nothing too, okay. too crazy. Uh, not a sour, definitely. It's just a, it's just okay. a wheat. And I'm going to do a different technique now. I'm not going to boil it. I'm just going to let it sit in the in the mash grain mm-hmm. all that sit together for like about a good hour at a high temperature mm-hmm. and then ferment put in the fermenter and get it going Ooh. so it's gonna it'll cut the time in like instead of the four hours that it normally takes it'll probably be like an hour or two wow so okay so a little bit of experimentation we'll see how that plays maybe out maybe i'll have a little sip of that you're gonna have to <laughs> you're gonna have to because i'm gonna have five gallons of it so it'll oh, be fine shit. yeah you that's know. true you always have plenty you know that <laughs> uh so yeah so i'm looking forward to that okay. um and then yeah that's pretty much it what you what you got going on um nothing this airs <laughs> early december so we'll be past all of our holidays by then like all of our uh thanksgiving holidays i mean yeah um my cousin is hosting thanksgiving for the first time she's taking it over from her mom wow um so i think she's really excited about it so i'm excited to like help her and make it like her little dream come true that's awesome that's Um, cool i love that for her and i'm bringing 
me and my family are bringing a whole bunch of shit. My mom is doing green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. My dad is doing garlic mashed potatoes. Oh. I'm doing cheesy scallop potatoes. Oh. And then I've also been volunteered to do the salad. <laughs> so nice. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we're bringing. we're bringing most of the sides. Mm-hmm. And there's only three of us. The other families are bigger, and they're always like, "I'll bring rolls." <laughs> no, girl, what? Why? Somehow I end up bringing everything, but I guess because we like to cook. So right. Yeah. yeah, with with uh, I don't know with my family how that's gonna play out because my sister is gonna stay up north this year mm-hmm. and you know more power to her man they, they do a lot of traveling down here anyway to see the kids and everything so yeah. i'm like yeah dude go for it you know what i mean like why wouldn't you just stay home mm-hmm. you know veg out you know yeah. R&R. especially like thanksgiving is one of those ones where like eh. you can play by ear like yeah. you, you could do it or you could not christmas yeah. i would say is more important yeah yeah but um with amy's family you know amy's doing the she's gonna make the turkey mm-hmm. um I love her turkey so much. I know. It's so good. And I know we don't really have time to plan a Friendsgiving this year. Mm-mm. I'm so sad. I know. It just, it honestly, everything it's just came up so up quick. Us. Yeah. Way too fucking quick. And I mean, we've just been busy in general too. So that, that makes sense. You yeah. know what I mean? But, um, we do definitely need to try to get together. I bought a shit ton of new games that I want to play. Yay. Um, maybe pick- we'll do like a Christmas thing. Yeah. Okay. We did a, we, we got a, this one called pick your poison. Oh, what is that? So it's one where it's like you're cho- choosing between two scenarios, and I think you're split amongst, or like you're split amongst the group, right? And mm-hmm. like everyone's kind of writing down which one of the two things that they would choose. Like either, I think the example they gave was like either uh, live with a consistent hangover for the rest of your life mm. or uh, some other weird shit, you know? And so like people kind of vote to see which one of the two they'd rather take. Oh, okay. Uh, so there's that, and there's also uh, another one too of like uh, something about like going against the crowd or something like that, where it's like you're you're given between two scenarios, and um, someone writes down like which scenario you'd rather live through or experience oh. whatever. Like so, like kind of like similar in, in style, different things all together. Mm-hmm. Um, we found our uh, what do you well. Whoa, what do you mean expansion pack stuff and everything too that mm-hmm. we had stored away cards against humanity the Yay. huge amount that i've that we've had saved um the, the one that you brought last friendsgiving which one the 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 one that was like yelp reviews oh um that everyone kept talking about fuck, i can't remember what it's called everyone, i play it all the time everyone kept talking about amy's vagina for like no, Ever. that was a separate issue. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that got brought up. I don't even remember it's either. Okay, okay. Um, I thought I thought that was during the time. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but like you read like Yelp reviews. Um, so like it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity, and the judge has a location card. So let's say location is like the McDonald's down the street from your house or whatever. Yeah. And then you have to choose a Yelp review in your hand that is like funny mm-hmm. for it. That fits for it. Yeah. Um, I I. Love f- that one. I, f- I, f- I f- I forgot that we had that one. We have it. It's so funny. Um, also There's also the... one called um, uh, Slide into the DMs. It's like a similar concept. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, it's like um, a prompt and then you give a DM. We, uh, I, I didn't realize this, but we had bought the, uh, that one, what's it called? The new number who dis type of thing. Oh yeah, I have that one too. Uh, I was like, oh, we have this one too. Oh yeah. shit. Because we started cleaning up over the weekend. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I have a lot, lot more games than I thought. A chessboard. Damn. I was like, wow. Yahtzee, okay. you know. I'm I like, love wow. Yahtzee. I'm I love Yahtzee. Old lady. Too. <laughs> we gotta play that one. Of these I days. do love Yahtzee. Just Yahtzee to sit fun. and chill and like have a drink with some Yahtzee. 
That sounds like fun. <laughs> or like dominoes. I'm like an old person. Let's fucking go, dude. I'm totally down for that too. Okay. Shit. Let's we have to get together for December. Maybe we'll just have a game night. We won't even make it like dinner, so it's not like yeah. Super formal or expensive or anything. I know it's a BYOF. Bring your own food. <laughs> bring your own food. And, and then, vibe here with some games. Yeah, there you go. Done. <laughs> Done deal. But yeah. All right. Sounds good. Anything else? Mm, Before we wrap know. up for today. Merry Christmas for everyone. Merry Christmas, y'all. In December. Happy holidays in general. Happy holidays. And remember, we're not holidays here. <laughs> we're two on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get get your shit right. <laughs> Not Toyota. <laughs> God, I'm like I was it. cracking. I was like, but you know what? To be fair though, I probably would be more Toyota than Honda anyway, so that would make sense. I'm either one. Reliable cars. I'm vote for both. Yeah, just get me somewhere. <laughs> anyway, as always, um, stay curious and stay creepy. Bye.